0: The Philippe Matthews Show at the PMShow.tv. Named the Oprah of the Internet by Mark Victor Hansen. Philippe Matthews doesn't ask questions that are different. He simply asks questions that make a difference. Latest edition of the Philippe Matthew Show and watch your life grow so we're back ladies and gentlemen, on the Philippe matthew show and today, I do not fall short on uh, uh an actual superstar uh, uh someone that is uh, unbelievably unbelievably beautiful uh inside as well uh as on the outside. Her name is matia del riviero and uh we've been facebook friends oh I guess for a couple of years now i've been following her career and Uh, all the wonderful things that she's been doing in the world and just decided to say, hey, gal, can you come on this show and and, and inspire some people Uh, because you're surely inspiring me. How are you, my dear? Welcome.
1: Thank you so much, Philippe. I'm I'm doing very well and very excited to be on your show today.
0: Well, I'm excited to have you. Uh, as I, as I said, you know, we've been, we've been, uh, Facebook crowds for, for a couple of years and, uh, I've been following you and your career. Uh, but I would love for, uh, our listeners to, uh, know more about you and why I'm so stoked, uh, on having you on the show, uh, as a, as a, uh, uh, fitness expert, uh, accomplished female bodybuilder, uh, a personal trainer, a life coach. Uh, the list goes on and on. Why don't you give us a little bit of background on uh, how this all came to be uh, and what motivated you to to get into the sport of, of uh, female competitive bodybuilding?
1: Okay, well that's a little bit of a long story, um, <laughs> but to make a long story short, how I got started was uh, because I was a really fragile kid. And I was diagnosed with uh, a heart problem okay. at a young age. I was told, you know, I couldn't participate in any sports whatsoever, so I couldn't do PE. And therefore, the bullies came after me and all wow. uh, sort of, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't pay me millions of dollars to go back to going back to high school, or you know. Uh, Is that right? Not not that time. Anyways, that was a very bad time of my life. Wow. So I had to put up. Um, yeah you know and I had to put up with a lot of the the uh, discrimination stuff to uh be different looking different and then being fragile. so what I was your huge, na- what's your nationality uh i've got quite a lot of mix in me um i've got uh asian which is filipino uh some uh, um hispanic for sure uh egyptian blood um it's <laughs> just A whole lot of mixture in there that makes it kind of confusing. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. So when you're, you know, when you're young, when you're kids, you know, kids, unfortunately, they don't like difference. Uh,
1: And so you got picked on and bullied a lot, huh? Exactly, exactly. And, you know, children can be very, very mean. Sure, sure.
0: So, um... So, high school wasn't great. So, is that uh, wh- where did the uh, uh, bodybuilding and weightlifting come, come in? Because you said you were pretty fragile.
1: Well, let me see. Okay. Uh because I couldn't participate in any sports whatsoever, my mom decided that maybe I might have some talent in singing or dancing. But I was a very shy kid, very shy. I really was actually, wasn't even allowed to play outside the house. I didn't have uh, uh Kind of like, you know, how Michael Jack- the Jacksons were raised, you know, you just got to stay home and watch everybody else play outside. That's kind of wow. how I was. I was an only child for a while. And so I learned to kind of grow up, you know, educating myself. And then mom got me involved with Hawaiian dancing and, you know, singing and all that stuff. And so I grew up with that. And that the shyness kind of I didn't really fall away. I'm I'm naturally a very shy individual, although you'd never know it. But that's really my nature. So I became accustomed to having to uh, you know swallow my nerves and just get up there and perform. Mm, um, okay. Yeah. So you started dancing, Uh, obviously
0: that got you into uh, shape, Uh, not that you maybe weren't before, but it definitely puts on, you know, uh, different types of uh, muscle and and conditions you.
1: Uh, Yeah, a little bit, because what I did was I did Hawaiian and Tahitian dancing, so okay. I um, uh, Basically, my well, when I was growing up, my my parents really weren't that affluent, so we didn't have that much money to enroll me in any jazz classes or gymnastics. I never had any of those uh, lucky blessings as I was growing up. So, you know, I was kind of stuck with what you know, what was available at that time, you know, that I could participate in without, uh, you know, having to starve to death. (laughs) Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, sure, sure. But I was was blessed with super flexibility. So as a child, I would then um, entertain myself. Uh, I kind of wanted to be a contortionist. So as a child, I uh, I loved you know um, bending myself and trying to fit in a box and all sorts of stuff like that. I I thought I wanted to be in a circus and all that. <laughs> so maybe that might have helped me you know uh, become even more flexible. Um, and that's that's always stayed with me, even even now. Like uh, I I don't have to stretch, and I can still you know do a lot of things without stretching.
0: I'm um, sure sure, and I also know that you uh, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. You you got into the martial arts as well, so that even increased your flex- flexibility, and, and that's probably. Allowed you to really soar to the top in in, in martial arts as well. So so let's let's finish up here with uh, so where where did the weightlifting come because I remember having a conversation with you and you said you were uh, actually uh, wanting to be an FBI agent Uh, and uh, so you know kind of kind of weave that story together.
1: Okay, so um, I got started working out um, at a very young age, probably about thirteen, actually. Um, Okay. Brad had mentioned to me that, oh, you know, you're so skinny, you need to put some muscle on, whatever. So he got me, you know, uh, doing some calf workouts on um, two encyclopedias, you know, uh, (laughs) standing toe raises. And then then, um, my dad, uh, rest in peace, he was a former Interpol agent. So he basically, you know, um, you know, would tell me a couple of things and, you know, um as far as education was concerned and I therefore wanted to follow in the footsteps and um I because I was good with languages as well, he said, Well, you know, if you wanna take up um you know, you wanna be an interpreter, whatever you want to do, you know, go ahead and I was gonna move over to, to Paris, France, get that and basically I said to him, Well, you know, I really would like to, because I was into psychology as well, I would really like to pursue that avenue as a career, um, but he he wasn't quite too thrilled about that because of certain things, especially female agents, you know, mm-hmm. um, that he would, you know, would know who's in the business, right? Um, so I thought, okay, well, if I couldn't be an Interpol agent, then why couldn't I be a profiler? you know, and hopefully get recruited by the FBI, et cetera, et cetera. So I took that up and uh it, it was great. Uh I thought I was on the on the right track. Uh did a lot of case studies. It was uh, fantastic um and, and one of my professors kind of had a word with me and, and said um uh, mm. you're a little bit too good at this stuff i don't think you should be going you know pursuing this and i'm like what you know so um but anyway i just i felt kind of discouraged i mean i thought that you know if you were good at something people sh- you know would you know kind of encourage you mm-hmm,
2: um mm-hmm.
1: When I was doing church, I was going to church, and I was uh, a vocalist, I was singing, um, I also never got any, that much encouragement. So, basically, a lot of, a lot of the things, or some of the talents that I'd been blessed with, that I could have run with, and perhaps, you know, I could have been um, much better at it today, or could have, could have succeeded at better, um, I dropped it because of, it's not so much lack of, lack of confidence as, as in lack of having anybody there to really back me up or, you know, to believe that I actually, it's not so much believe, but to actually, I got more well, too much course, neg- encouragement,
0: goes, encouragement goes a long way, especially when it comes from,
1: uh, you know, Ab- family. Yeah, absolutely Um, Now, don't get me wrong My family, they were all Basically They encouraged me to keep moving forward But for whatever reason Whichever field it was that I took They weren't uh, They didn't approve of it So, Mm -hmm. and I was the type of kid That needed approval back then Now I'm different (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm not like that at all But, you know, back then You know if uh, if you didn't approve of anything that I did or anyway if I stood different or whatever I just you know I I would change everything just to be pleasing. You know. And are so, you working
0: but, out in between? Are you working out in the interim of all of this as you're you know doing the uh, trying to follow your footsteps and what have you? Are you are you kind of actively in the gym or is that still coming about?
1: Uh, you mean like at the moment? So uh, in bodybuilding,
0: in, in 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 weightlifting, and weight training, and, and and physical fitness.
1: Yes, I I I stayed involved. I've been training solid for uh, 30 years, except when I was sick. You know, then I take time off. But yeah, I've been solid at it for 30 years. So, so when did you
0: know that you again had another gift uh, in in the field of of, of, of female bodybuilding and weightlifting?
1: Oh you know Philippe, that's a real nice compliment, and nice of you to say that I have a gift in that because i actually i think probably the reason why i got i fell in love with the sport was because I wanted to change my body so so much and mm-hmm. i I had managed to do that um but I think why I went in to pursuing the career wasn't so much that that's what I wanted to do it was because I got so much. Uh, uh, encouragement from the rest of the people that were around me in the gym that, you know, like I would, you know, I'm very small boned. It's, I'm an ectomorph. Uh, it's hard for me to put muscle on. And yet everybody around me would say, Are you kidding me? That's what you want. You want small joints. You, you want to be, you know, always lean. You want to, you know, so everything that I thought was a negative, they actually told me it was a positive. Mm -hmm. And so I I only actually wanted to do one show. When I won the Miss Vancouver's, that was it. I was happy with that. I I set a goal. I accomplished it. I'm not greedy. I I don't need to keep going until I'm on top of the world, you know. So Mm -hmm. I, I was... I was happy to stop there, and then um, a professional bodybuilder by the name of Donna Lee, I'll never forget, she said, you know, well, I'll do the next show, and I'm like, oh, no, I'm happy with, you know, with my win here, I won the overall and everything, you know, and she said, what are you afraid of? And that's what got me
2: going.
1: <laughs> she asked me what I was afraid of, and I... Uh, you- I, for me, at that at that age, I just could not, you know, um, what do you call it? I could not give in to something that somebody thought I was afraid of when I wasn't afraid of it, right?
2: Mm-hmm. So of yeah. course,
1: I took the next show and the next show and the next show and climbed the ladder rather, rather fast for, especially for a lightweight because I didn't weigh much. I weighed like 90 pounds, 91 pounds, uh, and the top of the white uh, lightweight class is 114 to 114 and a half, I think, was max. Mm-hmm when I got my IFBB Pro card, I was only a lightweight. That was back in 1991.
0: That's incredible. So here you are in this uh, extremely uh, phenomenal sport that really was just burgeoning. I mean, it was really just beginning. Um, It hadn't really uh, taken off as much as the men. Uh, So what were some of the challenges uh, that... uh, uh, you faced the, or, or did you face any challenges then? Because I know it's completely different now. Where you know, darn near, if you're going to be uh, uh, in bodybuilding competitively, uh, you're going to have to use steroids if you're going to compete at that level. Was that around back then?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yes, it was. It's oh, It's been around since the day I stepped in the gym, I just didn't know about it. Um, the challenges that I faced back then wasn't so much to use or not to use. It was basically um you know the friends that I had um it was different before I started competing, and then, when I started competing, I started losing friends mm. um, yeah, and I think it's because I kept winning everything. And um, you know, little by little, it's you know, people would start spreading rumors that I was stuck up, which I wasn't, never have been, never will be. Um, that I know that I think I'm this, I think I'm that. Not at all. I actually don't think that much of my genetics at all. I mean, anybody who knows me would say that. Um, I I've never taken the short the shortcut. Always taken the round, uh, the long way. Because um, I believe in, it may be slow, but if you're steady, you're gonna keep gaining. There's no, you know, there's no beating a turtle. That's in my mind, anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I like that. I like that analogy. And, and that's basically what I am. I'm just, I'm a turtle, and uh, I'll go as fast as I want to. And yeah, I did have some challenges. You know, I, I was told, you know, I need, I need more muscle, and I'm still being told that. To, the, to till today, and sometimes I'm being told that I look like a man, and, uh, you know, I've been asked if I've had a sex change, I mean, that's really ignorant, but mm-hmm. um, I've had people, you know, tell me, well, you know, how can you be a pro-bodybuilder when you're that small? Like, it's just, it's funny how it doesn't really There's matter.
0: There's stereotypes that uh, seem to come about uh, with uh, women bodybuilding, because, uh, People don't realize that, uh, you know, a woman's musculature is, 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 uh, uh, similar to, to, to a man's musculature when you start to, uh, uh, work out and, and, uh, eat and diet to that particular level. And it's actually a beautiful thing. It's kind of like a work of art, you know, it's like, how, how can I sculpt, uh, a uh, perfect, uh, work of art? Uh, and, and so Absolutely. many people don't yeah. get that.
1: Yeah, and there's, you know, for every time that your, let's pretend, your your arms get bigger, your biceps get bigger, and your triceps don't, okay? For every time that happens, you've got more work to do now, because now, when you've enlarged your biceps, now you have to enlarge your triceps and your shoulders.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: you got to enlarge your chest and your back, and then your legs sure. and your calves. Yeah. So you know it, it and never it
0: never really ends. You can always kind of fine tune and kind of uh, uh better your best. Is, uh, is that right?
1: Yes, exactly. You you I you know it's funny, I I have seen and I, I keep up with the shows and stuff like that, right? I I really don't believe there will ever be a perfect body. Mhm.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I
1: don't believe that because for every time you think you've 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 gone or you are at perfection, you find out that no, maybe not so, because something you know either your waistline got too big. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I mean listen, I mean the advice that I would give to somebody if they were really seriously. You know, wanting to develop a, phys- a physique that is uh, most pleasing. Not for stage. You know, for stage you gotta be big and you gotta be muscular and you gotta be as freaky. If I, you know, like if I ever do another show, which I had said, you know, when I when I retired in '93. Um, I am gonna do one more show, but I'm not stepping on stage at 116. The next show will probably be no less than 145, freaky and shredded, and I won't do I won't do it unless I am back. So wow. I'll keep my word. But for, what would you know, motivate you to
0: go back in?
1: Um, because every show that I've ever done, I've had uh, I've had like two or three jobs. Um, there were there were always so many. Uh, variables to kind of make me an underdog, uh, that, you know, I, just too, too many things always going on. I'd like to do one show where I can actually eat, sleep, and do the right supplements, and do it like, have a chance, you know what I mean, instead of like coming in, yeah, okay, I've done my best, but the best that I was able to do was not even a quarter of the Good of what some of the rest that you know that, that are on the, on stage. You know, so well, I always, is, there a, is there a
0: shelf life or an age limit for uh, both male or female bodybuilders uh, that after a period of time uh, it's a lot harder to to uh, put muscle on or a lot harder to get lean? Uh, or h- how does that work nowadays in in, in the
1: new games? I I don't think so, Philippe. I think that the older you get, uh, well, especially for women, women, um, uh, the older they get, uh, the higher the testosterone level goes, so they're able to build muscle a little bit quicker, right? Wow. Is, I'm talking okay. of, in a female that doesn't use any anabolic help, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Men, okay, uh, they're well, the let's opposite. Let's ask you this
0: question, uh, Latia, let's, uh, 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 let's, let's ask you this question. Of course. If you came back, would you go back in the natural category or would you actually uh, consider uh, competing uh, using anabolic steroids at, uh, at that level? would absolutely use. There's no
1: way I'm going in it clean. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Wow. Okay. you got you. I'm doing I'm the most dirty, honest. brother. <laughs> that's what I love you.
0: You're the most honest I've ever met. That is so odd. that's so honest of you. And I appreciate that.
1: I, I and because I think don't get me wrong, I don't understand. mean the ones that are using it are dirty. I'm just making fun, okay. I I I you know, it, it's it's one thing. I mean, I've used it before. I did you know, I I've used it on and off, so um, you know, and it and, and, and the stuff really works. The stuff is magical. You know, I mean so it's up to you if you want to go five it, years. Help,
0: but is it a health challenge? Is it dangerous long term? I mean, you know, I don't switch you know, they got a dangerous.
1: If you, but you need to do your research, okay. and that, that's the sad part. Is that I think that if the uh, I think if the public knew a little bit more, they would stop being so judgmental. Because a lot of women don't even know they're on steroids when they're taking birth control pills. The a guy who gets his knee busted up, he gets a cortisone shot. What is that? It's a steroid, isn't it?
2: Mm-hmm. You know, steroids
1: mm-hmm. were created as medicine. And, you know, bodybuilders and football players and wrestlers get blamed, you know, for being on anabolic steroids because they were the ones that, you know, that it does have some, you know, side effects that you they're undesirable I mean one of the side effects that I got I didn't get too many let me tell you that I was lucky because I was very choosy there there are different types of anabolics that you can use you can use you know the uh, the testosterone based ones or you can just use purely anabolic okay and then you can use uh, uh, the ones that are blockers etc blah 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 but anyways no use getting into the chemistry part of it but um, you know I used like I told you I used to be a vocalist I had a, a Quite a a beautiful voice. And um, when I was in New York City, I was uh, pursuing a singing career there. I was actually on a Jason, it's called Rock Underground. He's on YouTube, Rock Underground, uh, Jason Rock Underground something. I have it on YouTube, and he's got me singing. I I did a couple of demos. Um, I had a pretty voice, great range, and then I. Then I did the magic stuff, and unfortunately, you know, my voice my voice changed, mm. and that I, I didn't like. But so did my body. So I kind of had to sit there and go, "Okay, well, um, now what?" So you now, know? I'll using
0: are, are using the uh, using steroids are are they are the side effects permanent? or Do they wear off over time if you stop, or or you basically have a new normal? How does that work?
1: Uh, some of it does. Um, like, when you're on it, the side effects are much more stronger. And then as time goes on, you know, then it sort of gets lessened and lessened. Like, you, you have some facial hair growth. I'll mm-hmm. tell you that. Mm-hmm. I was absolutely hairless. You know, and then and then I was like, "What's that? I didn't even have a peach fuzz." I like, "What's that?" You know, and you know, but nowadays you can take care of that with laser. You know, so you can you can take care of that stuff. You know, there are things you can take that counteracts side effects. That's the beautiful thing. But mm-hmm. as far as losing your voice, and you can lose your hair. Okay, there are women that are bald, okay, are going bald, and the guys, too. Oh, they're probably all going to hate me for saying all this stuff, but anyway, it's the truth. They'll probably laugh. Um, well, it's, great. You know, it's, it's, it's It's the most
0: honest that I think most uh, female bodybuilders are, are. I appreciate you being candid about it uh, and, you know, not making it a bad thing, but making it something, it's, it's a choice. It's If you're going to compete uh, as a competitive bodybuilder at that level, here's what you have to do, here are... Well, the science. Her. Here's what you can expect, and I think that's just yes. educational. I, I really think that's uh, I think that I think there are people who will listen to this and will appreciate that.
1: Yes, absolutely. And another side effect that a female. Now, I'm just talking in terms of females now, not me, Not men yet. But sure. the females. Um, when I started bodybuilding, um, my chest was a double D. Naturally, okay. I, I weighed 90 pounds, and I had a double D. All right. Mm-hmm. By the time I competed, now this wasn't any steroids, but just from because it's fat. They're, glo, they're called globules, right? They're they're, right. they're healthy fats, healthy fat. But when you diet, what happens is just a little every time you diet goes away your breath. Sure. And I was. A girl that you know, I I, I I I'm more of a like a boob girl, so I <laughs> I was always proud of my breath, And then they started like going away. And then I noticed that when I went on the stuff, holy cow, they went away even more. Mm-hmm. I had to buy them. <laughs> yeah, well, I remember
0: having a conversation with uh, um, uh, Ms. Olympia, uh, six-time Olympia winner, uh, 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 Linda Murray, and she confirmed that that is one of the things that happened uh, at that level. And uh, yes. 99% uh, of the women in there have to uh, uh, get uh, breast implants, which is, of course, a whole other story. Uh, but Did you
1: remember,
0: say 9%? Pardon me? 9% or 99%? I said 99%.
1: Exactly. Yeah. That's what I would. That's what I would say. Ninety-nine percent. yeah. If not a
0: hundred. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, in order to maintain femininity and certain curvature and everything like that, that is also judged in those competitions. So, yeah. uh, so go ahead. Continue on.
1: So anyway, so that's, that's one of the side effects of obviously the breath tissue loss. Your voice will change. Um, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, I have known even the older female bodybuilders from beforehand, before I got into competing. And I remember speaking to one particular professional female bodybuilder who was one of my idols. And she was talking like, you know, she had to change her voice. And then all of a sudden, she got kind of a little upset, and her real voice came out, and I got scared. I was like, holy cow, how did she do that? <laughs> it went from a high female voice to a male voice. You know, But again, also today, there's also an operation that you can get done to change your vocal cords. You know, these doctors are getting smarter and smarter, you know. They're they're seeing that, wow, you know, there's a lot of business here to be made uh, with the bodybuilders. If your voice is too heavy, you get your larynx sticks. You sound like you're sucked helium, but that's okay. I mean, if that's that's okay with you, right?
0: (laughs) Well, you know, what I'm also hearing is that in any competitive sport where you can be at the top of the game it's expensive and there are a lot of things that you that you that the general public just doesn't get Uh, we just sit up and admire it uh when we see it uh but we don't know what that individual uh has gone through to be able to step on that stage Uh, oh yeah you know what i mean
1: yeah, no, absolutely. You also have to factor in your relationships, right? Yep, your yep. work. I mean, if you don't work, that's great. You got the money to fund yourself. But you know, you have to carry your food around, and uh, you know, it, it's a lot of so things. It, it, it
0: becomes a lifestyle. It's
1: no longer a hobby. It's an actual lifestyle. It's a job. It's a career. Um, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. a harder job than the actual job that you've got to make your money sure. because bodybuilding Philippe you end up putting out money you know there's only a very few cases which is you know Linda Murray because she won the Miss Olympia and a couple other people that plays high that actually make a little bit of cash back. Mm -hmm. But you know, if you were really to sit down and ask any anyone and forget just not me, how much do you spend to prepare for a competition? You gotta pay your own way. You gotta pay for your hotel. You gotta pay for all your hair stuff, your 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 clothes, like you gotta look funky, you gotta look good, you gotta pay for your supplements, right? You, you got to pay for all the whatever if you're gonna have cosmetic surgery. You got to pay for this. You, you're looking just, just a regular bodybuilding show, okay? Regular, without going over the top. You need seriously because you got to prepare. You know, uh, anywhere from twelve to sixteen weeks out, you better have a minimum of ten grand.
0: Wow, wow, wow! That's very good. That's honest. That's that's good stuff. That's good information. So you know, yeah, one, of factors, one of the factors that that I want to talk to you about that I know you brought into your life, I don't know about other uh, bodybuilders, but also it's your faith uh, came into uh, a play uh, that pretty much runs your runs your life. So let's
1: let's talk about that a little bit uh, and 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 how that came to be. Okay, I I am a born again Christian and uh, I know everyone. And they go, what? Born again? <laughs> I'm like, yes. I was born a Catholic because of the uh, Latin background, and mm-hmm. uh, I just uh, I didn't really understand why, you know, I had to go on my knees all the time and do the rosary. So uh, I was about six years old when I looked up at the sky. I remember reading. I was looking, reading at a, reading a book as best as I could. It was a children's book. It was Greek mythology, and it's all about, you know, being in the family of God, and I'll never forget looking up at the sky going, you know, I wish I could be in the family of God, and I don't know, eh, call me crazy, but that's exactly what ended up happening later on in the years, as I was uh, becoming a young woman, I, I went through some tumultuous things that, uh, you know, forced me to actually mature very quickly, and to 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 become very aware of things, and uh, how I actually uh, accepted the Lord was uh, because I was uh, about to commit suicide, and Mm. I was, uh, I was tired. You know, I I mean, this is at the age of, can you believe it? Uh, Just almost eighteen, at such a young, tender age, um, I didn't, I didn't, I never, I never felt like I belonged, which I still don't till today. I, I still feel like a misfit, but. It's different now. Um, back then, it didn't matter how much I tried to explain myself to somebody. It didn't matter all the good that I did. Uh, it just always seemed like it got used for nothing. It, as to me, in my life, I want every second to count. Whether I'm going to live just five minutes or five seconds, I want it to mean something. Right? Uh, after all, what do we leave behind? Our name, our our our, our record, our history, mm-hmm, our, mm-hmm all we take with us too right is our legacy so um, but at that age you know i had um, i had found out something uh, that was very devastating for me Um, and I just, uh, I couldn't, I could, I just couldn't stand the thought to be around Earth anymore and these people, these fake people. And, you know, I, I disliked a lot of people. Disliked as in, no, didn't hate them. I just didn't want to be around them. That's why I'm very private. Like when I go places, I'm friendly. I'm, I can care. I can be at a party, no problem. I can mingle. But, you know, trying to get inside my head is very difficult. Mm hmm. Um, Sure. And you know, but anyway, so at that age, I, I didn't want to be around, and I said a prayer. And I, I'll tell you, I know people are going to think I'm nuts for saying this, and I don't really care. But um, I know for a fact God is a male, because when I was about to jump off that building, and it there was nobody to stop me, nobody. I had planned it so that I was going to splatter my body all over that place, all over the concrete, and it was going to be a mess. If I was going to go out. It was going to be a mess, so uh, all of a sudden, uh, I heard a voice from the sky calling my name, and I'm thinking, no, come on, it's not from the sky, come on now, this is somebody, somebody just came over, or somebody's knocking at the door, or somebody, you know, my one of my neighbors in in the building, but there was nobody there, and again, it called me out, and it spoke to me, and it was right at that instant, Philippe, I knew I didn't want to die, I just knew wow. that... I knew, I knew without any doubt that God had something planned for me. So, uh, back on the railing I climbed, I called my dad, I made up with him because, you know, we didn't talk for two years, I made up with him, I accepted the Lord, my life changed incredibly, incredibly. I was the joy. You know how Denise Matthews feel that joy? That was in me, and I was just... It didn't matter if I didn't have any money. didn't matter nothing. You know, I was just happy. And then, of course, you know, slowly but surely, life starts to take over again, and then things start to, you know, the, the, the different paths, and, you know, it's very... The, the way... I'm not going to use God and the devil, okay? I'm going, to, I'm going to try to be politically correct here. Let's just say the good and the bad, okay? In the way the bad creeps into your life, it's like a poisonous venom, right? Um, just because something looks really good, it doesn't mean it's from God,
2: mm-hmm. you know?
1: Mm-hmm. I, I always thought, because the Bible says, you know, anything and everything good is from God, Mm, yeah mm, But I, I I can have an argument with that Just because it mm-hmm,
0: looks mm-hmm. Well just because it's good It doesn't mean it's good for you
1: Exactly. So, um, you know, I got tricked into a couple of things. Not not too bad, but, you know, then I I, I got sad. I, I wasn't prone to depression, Philippe, but I was prone to sadness. Like, I, when I get sad, I actually don't get sad for myself. I get sad that I have to be here and watch this stuff. I get mm-hmm. sad... People don't understand that they can change their ways, and then I just get weary, and thoughts take me out, and start putting thoughts in my head that you shouldn't be here anyways. Why are you wasting mm-hmm. your time? To mm-hmm. That type of stuff. So mm-hmm. you know, I've had about a few times where I just you know didn't want to be around, and then for some weird reason, you know, God comes around with a blessing and goes, I'm not gonna let you go yet, kiddo. <laughs> you got work to do. I have no clue what it is, but. <laughs>
0: But you know what? It makes me, it makes me understand uh, when uh, we had that conversation uh, and we were exchanging emails. It makes me understand why you uh, love Denise Matthews, aka Vanity, so much. Uh, uh, because she, you, you know, uh, I, I just recently talked to her and we'll get ready to have her back on the show. And uh, you cannot talk to Denise and not feel better after you talk to her because she just, she is. Just a lightning bolt of spirit and i, I mean she lives and breathes uh her, her faith, fate and yeah. uh, i I really haven't met anyone that has gone through what she has gone through in such a big public way uh yeah. and uh and have survived uh these many years so i was I was shocked to find out that uh Denise uh was one of your role models.
1: Yeah, yeah, let me tell you, when I saw that video of her, like with her book, and I was reading the book, I was like, wow, you know, I kind of knew she was involved with a couple of things here and there, but that's kind of normal for the celebrities. I mean, you know, I had uh, lived in New York City. I was pursuing that singing and acting career, so I knew what was up ahead. And um, But, you know, at the level that she got to, um, I don't know what really – maybe she, at the time – it uh, again, it's like a, it's like a little, little venom, right? That creeps in. I'll just do do a little bit, and then the little bit becomes a little bit more and more and more. And before you know it, you're far gone. But you know, I just I tell you, I was like so happy and so <laughs> delighted to have read you know her book and her talking about the, the sincerity because you know she was being honest and she she she's got no shame and, I, and that's how I am. I mm-hmm, I love. Mm-hmm. Just say it like it is. You know what? If you don't like what I'm telling you, and it is the truth, then I'm one less person you need to like or spend time with. That's good for you, and it's good for me, Mm -hmm. you know, and... and Mm It up and she praised the Lord for everything. I mean, how many people do you know can go for kidney? Uh, tri- um, what is it? Dialysis. Because my dad, when he was dying, he had to go through that. And let me tell you, my dad was a, a serious Bible thumper, and he hated every moment of it when he was getting it done. And there's Denise just laughing and smiling, and I'm like, wow. Yeah,
0: three, you know, days, look, three days a week. Can you believe that?
1: Oh, I yeah, that's what my dad did. And three I was thinking, three days myself, a week. Yeah, she's I was thinking about she's one of the strongest women I I I know, bar none. She's She's absolutely amazing. She is. She really is amazing, and uh, I truly hope that uh, you know God keeps her around for us to 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 draw strength from, and uh, you know, I mean, I hope that she. Comes up with more stuff that she gets back into the public eye, you know, so people are more aware of it. Because I think, I think um, some of the fans are not aware of it. I mean, I happened to stumble on it, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But then, mm-hmm. what happened was, I was always a fan of hers, but when I stumbled upon that, I, I became, I don't know. It was like. I know she like was like a well she is a sister when you think about it because we both believe in in the same faith right so um, but but she became like that much closer like that, she's like a real real person to me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Sure. So yeah, I yeah. I, I, just, I really, really hope that, uh, you know, God continues to use her to motivate other believers because us believers today, <clears throat> as what's going on in this world, you know, it's so easy to, to get down because of the stuff that's going around us and uh, all the tragedy. But, you know, the the biggest tragedy of the Philippe, is our health, right? We can lose money, but yeah. we can make that back. We can lose yeah. fame, but... Get back like talking about oh, God doesn't exist nah, nah, you know I'm sorry I just got I got to make a comment and it's like you know I don't believe in the supernatural well that's why you'll never see it brother because you don't believe in it but I will bet my if I had a billion bucks for everybody that ever gets stumped or run by a car or that's laying on their back because they, they need an operation they're going to be calling on God whether it's Jesus Allah whatever they're going to call on God hmm
0: hmm mm-hmm.
1: Okay, well, to let's, wrong, talk about, right? let's
0: talk about that because I uh, I, I kind of look at it as your ministry, and that is the ministry of of, of disseminating health and fitness. Uh, you know, what 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 are you up to now uh, in your life? I noticed that you put out more videos than I think YouTube itself. Uh, you have a video coming out every day, all day. Uh, on on fitness and health and and working out and it's phenomenal and I can't watch them all but I'm like you know I have my inbox pro- program for your content and I'm like here's a warrior with another video lady <laughs> you know, got another video
1: oh my god this did, did you work I mean did you ever sleep uh, well I'm trying to, to get some sleep now but yeah it's a lot of it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, actually, what what I'm I'm hoping to do with all these videos is it's basically go all free, right? So just to help and, and and instruct all the beginners, you know. I mean, I know the pros are gonna go. Pfft. Who does she think she is? You know what I mean? I don't care. I don't care as far as what anybody has got to say. I, I want to catch the younger people that, that, that really don't know. They read something, they tried, they hurt themselves. You know, this way, I mean, I've got the home workout videos. And my mm-hmm. aunt, who's like, 70-something years old. She's, I dress up for those home video workouts because it's for entertainment while I'm working out. So I wear high heels, sexy clothing, right, while I'm working out with a five-pound dumbbell. But that's, mm-hmm. you know, and, and my aunt thought, do I have to wear high heels as I do those workouts? I go, no, I want you, Sophie. I said, no, no, that's... <laughs> No, no. The gym workouts completely different. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but I've got loose, baggy clothes. That's how I dress in the gym. You know what I mean? I, you should be. Everybody would be like shocked, actually, if they ever saw me wearing something skimpy in the gym. I just don't, right? Um, you know, I I I, I dress uh, very very modestly. Super baggy clothes in the gym. I got my hair up, you know. Uh, but I, I I I'm trying to get enough workout video out there um, to help the people realize that going to the gym can be enjoyable working Mm -hmm. out at home can be enjoyable if you have a partner just I, I we were doing the couples workout videos, mm-hmm. and um, I was also hoping that you know people, because I have friends that can't make it to the gym and don't have a dumbbell, so I, I start making. Uh, I, I use like a milk jugs and I fill it with water. Uh, and I, I, I know I probably shouldn't have used the two bottles of vodka, but they were empty. I like, well. It's <laughs> the jug of milk because it's about ten pounds, right? Eight ten pounds. <laughs> well, you, you know, if you got an empty, everybody's got to have an empty bottle of vodka somewhere. Everybody's got to have that. That's right. You know. Right, uh, so you know I'm being realistic, right? Yeah, so yeah. we do that, and it's comical stuff, right? So we do a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of comedy. So I'm dressed up. It's like a funny and share show almost, really, right? So that's that's the uh, it's that's all entertainment and instructional videos, and um, but uh, as far as all the the uh, the other videos at the gym, that'll keep going for a while, um, but I think uh pretty soon i'm gonna start doing um other videos as well <clears throat> like um like uh, more kind of like uh, uh I'm getting more creative again um like i've I've got something planned with you know, horses and doing, like, something with horses and martial arts and, and doing stuff like that. As a matter of fact, I've got a friend who's coming into town sometime this month or next month. We're trying to determine it, and he is um, an ex-special ops guy who does a lot of Hapkido. So maybe we can choreo. Him and I are thinking about maybe choreographing a video where we fight, and he's six foot five. He's a pretty big guy. Nice. Wow. I- I- now, of course he's gonna have to let me get a few kicks in before he knocks me out. But <laughs> of
0: course, of course. Well, I'll definitely be. I'll, I'll be there downloading. Trust me, I'll be there watching
1: yeah so that should be fun, and then um of course, like I think you know we've talked about all my other projects already, so you know there's a lot of stuff on the go um you know and i'm i'm still I'm still doing my own thing you know um with uh the a few fetish videos which um we we i'm sure you are probably curious about uh the fetish videos are all teen fetish videos uh there's no pornographic material i won't I don't do any webcam sessions i don't do any uh, nudity stuff on my on my stuff with, with any of my projects. Um, so sometimes though, I must say, I've seen it myself. Uh, my left button seems to always seem to pop up. I don't know why, <laughs> but it's purely an accident. <laughs> sure it is. Sure it is. <laughs> it's a malfunction, yeah. okay? <laughs> a a
0: <wardrobe laughs> malfunction, right? Right.
1: Uh, <laughs> I would have to thank Janet Jackson for that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, we got to blame Janet Jackson. She uses the same stylus. Um, so, so how can people get in contact with you? What is your web address and how can people find you?
1: Um, my web address would be com. Very easy. And uh, what else do you need? That's it. Now what
0: I do That's want to right. do because okay. we're running out yeah cause we're running out of time I want to invite you back on the show um, as just a regular guest, uh, recurring guest, uh, and we talk about more stuff that you're doing and more of the things that get in more detail of what you're doing and and uh, you know really maybe even get in some uh, Q and A and question and answers from uh, uh, some fans and some people out there that want to get in shape and want to work out at home and want to you know better their lives <laughs> both spiritually sure. and physically. So we'll do that. So would you would you uh, uh, agree to come back on the show?
1: It would be my honor and my pleasure, Philippe.
0: All right, my dear. Well, I absolutely adore you. I think you are God's gift. Uh, and uh, I will definitely be personally letting Denise know uh, that uh, she has a, a fan in fitness uh, and in faith. And oh, uh Oh please
1: do and if there's ever a chance that I could ever come and see her if she ever is in Seattle area or you know you know what I ought to do? I should just fly down there 'cause you're you're there and she's there, right?
0: Uh we're in two separate places. She's closer to San Francisco, I'm I'm in Sacramento.
1: Oh, you're in Sacramento, she's in San Francisco. Yeah, well, Yeah, but she is
0: always traveling and preaching uh literally every Sunday. So she might be in your neck of the woods. You're in Vancouver. I know she goes well, gee, there.
1: I, I never told watches. you. I never told you to. I preached two times before. So, um, yeah, that's another thing that 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 I tend to do. And I do stand-up comedy as well.
0: Oh, that's ah, to know that. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> this is why I've got to have you come back on the show. It's not enough time to to, to in <laughs> such a big life. <laughs> too many things. This is
1: why I can't put on muscle. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> So, so the web address again is Uh, Latia del uh And also, uh, ladies and gentlemen, check her out on Facebook. Just type her in, and she will pop up. She's got some wonderful Facebook pages uh, and uh, great, great information, phenomenal videos. What's your YouTube? You have a YouTube as well, right? Yes, it's just under the same name. Same name. All right. All right, my dear. Thank you so much for being with me and sharing your life with me today.
1: Thank you, Philippe. It's my pleasure to share it with you. You're wonderful, and I've uh, listened to all your stuff. It's just great. You do great work. It's a real ministry and a blessing to all of us.
0: Oh, bless you. I love you too, my dear. Thank you so much.
1: Okay. Love you very much. God bless.
0: All right. God bless you too. Bye-bye. Okay.